What do you love to do? Can you remember the last time you had a hobby that didn't involve an ulterior motive? That didn't involve money or hustle culture and that made you feel maybe a little bit vulnerable and afraid to be judged? I want to hear about that story. We all have something that gives us passion and it's my goal to re-inspire you to find the joy in your life by talking with other people about the things that make them happiest. I'm Megan Bream. This is Anything But Beige. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan Bream here. Welcome to Anything But Beige. I'm super glad you're here. This episode is going to be something near and dear to my heart. It's about manifesting. And you know, one of the reasons I started Anything But Beige was to give people a space to just talk about their passions. And I thought that it would be cool to do an episode every month just about something that I think maybe you should be passionate about or just get interested in because I think that while all of the interviews that I've done with people are just absolutely fascinating, I continue to just be amazed by these people who come and talk to me for this podcast. But, you know, I want this to be a way for you to find your joy and I've been thinking about different topics that I want to cover each month. And this month I want to cover manifest and what manifestation looks like, why I think you should give it a shot and how to take the next steps. So why don't I just get into it, right? So if you're not familiar, manifesting is the practice of visualizing a goal and making it come to life. So there's a certain process for it though. And I think that it has a unfair stigma of being kind of woo-woo or uh, hippie or, you know, like not, um, not grounded in fact or, you know, fill in the blank, but whatever stigma you immediately thought of when I said manifesting. And I think that's an unfair rap. I am not someone who would be considered religious. Uh, I don't know if I'm atheist exactly, but I, I don't know, you know, so I guess I'm agnostic or I, uh, would also probably say I would subscribe to church of the flying, Sp- flying spaghetti monster. Um, I don't think of myself as someone who entertains mythology. Does that make sense? So, and, and no offense if that's you, if you are a religious person, you do you. I, this is nothing about your belief structure. This is just my shit. <laughs> so as I was very skeptical about the process of manifestation. And the reason I was skeptical is because I, I didn't like the idea of giving up power to something. I felt that that was sort of a cop out to, I don't know, let go and trust that it will show up. But I was in this phase of my life where I was trying to get fired. <laughs> and I was trying to get fired from a job because I hated the job. It was just a really toxic, horribly toxic work environment. And I couldn't let go of it because of the golden handcuffs. If you never heard of the golden handcuffs, what it is essentially is that it's the inability to leave a stable situation, a stable monetary situation. So golden handcuffs are essentially, uh, I don't want to quit because I can't get I can't give up the money. And I started reading this book called Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin, which was one of just 
game-changing books that I have come across. You know, there's a few of them that I have truly loved and buy for other people. You know, The 4-Hour Workweek, if you're interested, uh, Success Principles by Jack Canfield, Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin, and A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David uh, Gikandi. And I was reading, I was actually listening to the audio version, which was on Libby app. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's the an app that connects you your library account to a plethora of digital media and audiobooks. So I was listening to this and she talks about this exercise where you start thinking about all the costs that you have to go to work and all of the extra time. So it's not just 40 hours or whatever you want to say. It's extra. It's the commute time. It's your decompression time. The extra time you spend at the doctor because of your illnesses that you get because you're just around cesspools and offices and it's about the clothes that you have to buy for work and the food for lunches and the wear and tear on your car and gas. And for me, it was also kickboxing. I had, I just had to go punch stuff. You guys, I just really had to go punch stuff a lot. And so a uh, long story short, due to that exercise, I had realized that I was spending almost half of my salary to go to work. It wasn't just 40 hours a week at whatever it was, $38 an hour or something like that. It was... 60 hours a week, and it was half of $38. And that was shocking. It was shocking in the sense of like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm spending that much money. But it was also kind of freeing in the thought of, oh, okay, I don't need to make $38 an hour to become self-employed again. I need to make 17 what and 47 an hour. That's all. And that was really freeing because I don't have all these extra costs if I'm self-employed and I'm working from home. So I started thinking about, okay, these golden handcuffs aren't quite as tight and I'm still having trouble letting go. So I started meditating on it and meditation was something that I was interested in exploring, but I didn't really feel like I knew how to do it right. You know what I mean? And I was doing guided meditation and I've stumbled on Abraham Hicks, which is um, all about affirmation, guided meditation, you know, giving yourself up to source, things like that. And I started thinking about now that I realize I wouldn't be quite so destitute if I lost this job, I would really like to get fired. If I got fired, then things would be put into motion and I would stop. Uh, It would give me the ability to not have golden handcuffs anymore because they would be taken away and there wouldn't be any excuse for me not to be self-employed anymore. So I started driving into work every day, asking the universe to get me fired. (laughs) That's just a strange thing to admit, but I would drive and I would say, oh, universe, please, please, I, I want to be fired. Please let me get fired. Please have them fire me. And I... This is granted from my opinion, my side of it, but I don't think I did anything differently at my job. I think I just hated my job with the same amount of vitriol that I had before then. But uh, about a week and a half after that, I got pulled into an office and I got canned. And it was in, it was in March. It was March in upstate New York. And I tell you that because it was icy and snowy and... <laughs> I would have skipped out of that parking lot if I could. I was so happy. I was free. I was fine. I was so thrilled to be fine. And I remember when they pulled me in the office, they were clearly nervous because, you know, it's shit's going to go down. And the woman said to me, uh, I'm sorry, and we're going to have to. And I was like, oh, that's okay. 
I'm okay. That's, I'm not a good fit here. That's fine. And it was so free. I was so happy. So again, I don't think my work situation, like my changed after I started willing the universe to get me fired. I, I think it was normal, but again, that's my opinion. So maybe nothing changed or be something changed in my, the way I handled myself, or maybe it was just the universe giving me what I wanted. So I started really looking more into manifesting in the sense of what if I got to lose by giving this a shot? You know, why, why not try it? If I'm working towards this goal, whatever the goal is, uh, money, body image, uh, whatever health, you know, whatever it is, if I'm working towards this goal, why not manifest and give that a shot? And what could it hurt to lose? Right? So if anything, it would just be one extra oomph towards focusing my energy on what I really wanted to accomplish. And I, dude, I've become a believer. It's the amount of things I've been able to manifest in my life, the abundance, the, you know, every, just, I wish I could list it all for you. It's so immense. It's financial and mental like the depression is reduced and the things that I'd love in my life are available to me now. And I don't think it's because of God or source or universe is really, I think it's about dedicating my focus, really creating a path to the things that I want and saying it the right way, which I'll get into in a second. But that's my argument for giving manifesting a shot. Now, how do you do it? How do you manifest goals? So the way that I have noticed people doing it wrong, (laughs) let's start with that. The way I've noticed that people do it wrong is that they will start from a place of future. I will someday, I whatever future tense you want to use. And the main problem with that is that you are not giving yourself the ability to act as it. So by having a, I, I will be a millionaire. Uh, when, when will you be a millionaire? You're not telling universe when you're going to be that way. So why should it do it now? Why should it give you that path to make it happen if it's going to be later? So what you need to do instead is act as if and talk as if I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. And you need to think about it in a way of, it's not a noun, it's an adverb. So I am a woman. I am 36 years old. I am a millionaire. It, it, that's just the way you keep it in your head. It's not a, it's not a thing that is additional. It is you. You are this thing. You are a millionaire. And that's how that works. So it's not about, I will be a millionaire. It's, I am a millionaire. And when I say act as if, I don't mean that you start maxing out your credit cards, buying yachts and things like that. It Manifesting isn't about that. It's about when you act as if, like I said, you act as you are this thing, not you are acting like what you think this thing is. You are this thing. So what does being a millionaire mean? And, you know, fill, you know, subtract or switch that out for whatever goal you really have. But I think that financial stability, especially right now, is really on a lot of people's minds. So what does a millionaire do? Well, they make their money work for them. They invest wisely. They have a sense of security. They don't always worry about money because money is always there. 
they have a different mentality than someone who is struggling for money all the time. Does that make sense? So that's how you act. It's not about spending money like you're a millionaire. It's about having the mentality of a millionaire, of stability, security, understanding, and awareness is all around and is easily accessible. It's that kind of thing. And the same for um, if you want to lose weight, if you want to uh, find a relationship, you know, like what does a person in a relationship act like? They act secure. They act full of love. They act giddy. They have passion. That's how a person in a relationship acts. So you can't, if you're trying to find your partner or partners, you can't think about here's how I will act when I'm that way. It's, I am that way. And I am acting that way. Does that make sense? Another thing I think people get wrong about manifesting and law of attraction, uh, affirmations, things like that, is that they think that sometimes incredulously that if they, if they do all these things, then they don't have to work. They don't have to work at it because I already am a millionaire. So I don't the money's here and then the money doesn't show up and you're like, well, I acted like I was, what happened? I saw this interview with, um, Esther Hicks from Abraham Hicks about someone who was frustrated about that. They saw these other people who seemingly just had everything fall in their laps and it wasn't happening for them, even though they were meditating and doing the exercises and doing the five by 55 methods and things like that. And it wasn't happening. So Esther and Abraham, said to her, said to him, I think it was a him. Um, well, it's, it's not about it just falling in your lap. It's about the tools being available to you. So you still have to do the work. You know, it's like that adage, what is the fable story about like a dude's on a roof during a flood and a boat comes by to help him. And he says, no, God will rescue. And a helicopter comes by and he says, nope, God will rescue you. And then he dies and goes to God and says, why didn't you rescue me? And God's like, I gave you a boat and a plane. What more do you want? So that's what manifesting and law of attraction are about too. It's the same principle. It's not that you just sit back and wait for things to happen. It's that open yourself up to the tools to become available to you. So you want to be a millionaire. You act as if you are a millionaire and then you start to see opportunities open up to you and you start to think of new ways to grow your business or start to want to understand the stock market better or you start to want to learn how to pay off debt faster like those are the ways that the manifestation starts to come into play and that the universe starts sending you these ideas these tricks and these tools and then you have to implement it's about creating a path and manifestation is clearing that path out of the woods to show you the path. And then once you've cleared that path, the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it, starts putting road signs up to tell you, take this left, go this way, do not enter, school school ahead, you know, like whatever. So that's how you should think about it. So you're manifesting, you're starting to act as if, and then you open yourself up to become available to the tools that will give you what you want. And one thing that 
I think a lot of people, I keep saying the one thing, I think that another thing people don't consider is the addition of gratitude in the journey. So by letting go and giving it a shot, what you need to learn is that it comes with the more open you are, the faster things come. And the faster things come to you, the more you have available. So it's kind of like this cycle of openness, abundance, availability, openness, abundance, like that kind of thing. And the way that you start to speed that up is by adding gratitude to your life. And I'm sure that you're grateful for things now, and I'm grateful for things too. But what people seem to be afraid of when it comes to gratitude is that they're grateful for the wrong things, or they can't think of the big thing that they're grateful for. So to speed up manifesting your goals and having the law of attraction come to you, you need to thank the universe for the gifts that you have. And yes, it can be that your life, your body that heals itself and it gives you so much, your mind, it can be your husband, your wife, your spouse, it can be your home, your job, it can be all of these big things. But what I like to do is be grateful for the small because there's only so many big things. You know what I mean? Like uh, I can be, I'm grateful and I can be grateful for the love my husband gives me. I am grateful for the day, but I can't keep writing that as my daily gratitude. Like I could, but there's so many other things to be grateful for. Like I'm grateful for my microphone because it's so easy to just plug it in and talk to you. I'm grateful for my podcast editor because she makes life so much easier for me. I'm grateful for this eyeliner that has a stamp so you can do an automatic, um, so you can just stamp a wing on your eye and then you have this beautiful vintage look. Like I'm grateful for crystal light ice packets because I can just put them in my water bottle and go easily. Like I'm grateful that my dog has solid poops now because he didn't for years and it was a big, long struggle. Like gratitude increases the law of attraction and speeds up the way to manifest your goals. But it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. It's about being grateful for everything in your life. And that includes the small stuff. So a couple of tips for how to manifest. You know, I said act as if, talk in the present tense. But the easiest ways to do this are to journal. And you can, if journaling feels like a whole thing, I totally understand that. So what I would recommend is starting small, like doing free writing. If you've never heard of that, it's just like you set a timer for two minutes or five minutes or whatever, and then you just write whatever's in your head. And what I love about that is that it gets you out of the feeling that putting pen to paper is has to be epic and has to just be the great American journal. It has to just be really moving and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, journaling especially when it comes to manifesting goals is just about practice and repetition and creating another avenue to bring your goals to fruition. So you don't have to journal every day if that's not your thing. I find it very difficult to do. So I I'm in that I'm in that bucket with you. But I do like to list things. I like to create lists. I'm a list person. I'm a crosser offer, very into that. So my journaling is about creating lists of goals. And 
I have a list right now that I'm working on of 500 goals by the end of the year. Will I achieve them all? I hope so. But the more focus I put on creating all these different paths, the more opportunities I have to realize my goals. So I know a lot of people who do really long journal entries and just write out the way that they see their life when this goal is achieved, what that looks like, you know, like down to the nitty gritty in this beautiful, like flourished language. And frankly, I think that they probably get their goals faster than I do because they have this ability to just put pen to paper and create this visual story of their life. And so I think that journaling can be very good and can help manifest goals very fast if you can do it. If you can't do it, I would say do lists or even just write every day something you're grateful for and something you've accomplished that day. That is huge. You don't have to create a whole monologue. All you have to do is say, today I accomplished blah, and now I'm grateful for blah. And again, the accomplishments don't have to be huge, but they do have to be an accomplishment. So your accomplishment can be you got a shower that day. That's huge. You don't smell anymore. Congratulations. What are you grateful for? Not smelling. There you go. It doesn't have to be, I wrote a novel or I blah, blah, blah. It has to just be something that has shown that today you moved forward. And that's all journaling really has to be when it comes to manifesting, because you're recognizing your wins, you're recognizing gratitude, and you have something to reflect on. And that's another thing with journaling. I think that a lot of people, myself included, on um, when we do journal, that's it. Like, I don't want to go back and read my journal entries. And I'm doing a disservice to myself. So if you do decide to journal, and I have actually didn't even think about that. Um, I have this workbook called Book of Awesome, 100 Days Towards Your Goals. And it's just about logging all of your accomplishments so that you can go back and look at all of the things you did. You did a hundred things. You accomplished a hundred things. And I should pick that up. <laughs> I should actually pick my copy up and reflect on that because I need to do a better job with that. And if you are in that situation, I totally understand that. So make it a point to, if you are going to journal, make it a point to read your journal. I've seen people do it. I've seen crazy people do it weekly. <laughs> no. I don't think I could do that. I would say I could do it quarterly. Maybe I'll set that goal with you. Another way to do it is this method, which I think sounds like homework, but is so powerful. It's a five by 55 method. And what five by 55 is, is for five days, you write out your manifested goal 55 times. And so yes, you are doing the chalkboard punishment that is in the Simpsons intro. That's what that is. But I think the reason behind it is because it, it just puts you in the Zen mode of the more you write this, the more your mind starts to work it out on how that happens and the way the universe starts to really make that manifestation come true. So again, just get a notebook. You do have to write it. You can't type it. I feel like in my experience, the more I handwrite, the better my goals are achieved and the faster they're achieved. I think that, I don't know, it's just, it's something about the the practice of it. I, I don't know why that is, but I'm very much a proponent of writing it out and making that happen. So get a notebook, five days, 55 times, 
same affirmation over and over and over and over again. And, and also, honestly, doing it 55 times a day for five days really forces you to nail it down and whittle away all of the fluff. So it's not, I am I am a millionaire who loves my life and has a wonderful home. It's like, I am a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire because I can't write. I am a millionaire who loves her home and blah, 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 blah. I can't do that 55 times a day for five days a week. Another way to do this is through affirmations and meditation. So if you're not into meditation, I understand my recommendation to find a medium and one that I'm very big with is guided meditations. I love, there's two apps that I use called Haven and Insight Timer and they're both free, but Insight Timer has an upgrade option and they just are really helpful for any kind of meditation, but for especially guided meditation and affirmations. And I recommend creating a habit of that, not for the meditation purposes exactly, if that's not your thing, but more for the self-care behind it of making yourself, for lack of a better phrase, sit down for 10 minutes and just breathe and just be quiet and let yourself be still. Maybe your mind can't get there yet, but the more you do it, the more it becomes a habit and the better that you'll feel. I feel so much better just when I do guided meditation. And again, I do guided to have some dude talking to me the whole time because I need that because if I, right now, I'm not trained enough with my mind to be able to do it on my own. So I do guided meditation, but I do it every day and it feels so fulfilling and just so, and I've been someone who has been very bad with self-care in the past because it wasn't going to earn me and it felt like a waste of time and then I burned out, you know? So I, uh, I've tried very hard now to practice more self-care and I feel that meditation and affirmation is super important for that. Now, the last way, and I've done actually a couple of videos about this, is vision boards. And I recommend if you want to do a vision board that you go to a thrift store because people are always throwing away like those padded boards with the ribbons, you know, to like put photos on. I, so I see them there all the time. And actually, when I decided I was going to start doing vision boards, boards. The first time I went to a thrift store, I found one. Like They're always there. So vision boards are essentially the visualizations, for lack of a better term, of your goals and what you want. And why I like vision boards so much for manifesting goals is that to me, it takes out a lot of the brain energy because you don't have to keep visualizing the same thing over and over again. Like, okay, what did my house look like? And where was that face and what did the kit was the kitchen this color and you don't have to think about that and strain your mind vision boards you just look at the picture and i will tell you that i was very nervous to do vision board for a long time because i didn't want my goals to be out in the world for anyone to see it felt i felt very vulnerable and it was scary honestly i didn't want to do it but then i realized like wait, nobody comes to our house. And the only person who is here who would see it is my husband. And he already knows my goals. He knows all of my crazy schemes and ideas. So I, what am I afraid of? So, you know, I cut out things from a magazine that I get called Departures Magazine that are all like, I'm not a, I'm not a materialistic person, I don't think. So a lot of my vision board stuff is about travel or 
experiences or things like that. That's what my is mostly on my vision board. And um, we'll put a link in the show notes to the video showing off my vision board so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. But when it comes to vision boards, if you are able to do one, which I definitely recommend you do one. And if anything, just do a vision board on Pinterest and make it a private board of just the things that you love and beautiful and that you want in your life and revisit it often. I actually, to get myself, to get myself, to get myself into the habit of looking at my vision board because I had it and it's been on the wall for months and like it was there, but I never really looked at it and that's useless, right? Like what's the point then? So I started writing in my bullet journal, a task of vision board so that I would remember every day to go look at the vision board, just take it all in, go look at each picture and then could cross it off my list. And that was another thing I had done. And if I felt short for accomplishments that day, I looked at my vision board and that was an accomplishment. So those are just some tips about manifesting. If you want more information about manifesting, you can actually download my manifest your destiny workbook. It's totally free and it shows you celebrities who are into manifesting. Uh, it has two examples of journaling from Octavia Spencer and Michael Jackson. And it has also a couple of manifestations to get you started. You can go to thebeigehouse.com slash manifest, and you can download it right there. We'll put a link in the show notes as well, but I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, definitely hit me up because I'd love to help you out with this. I feel like manifesting is so important and so versatile and awesome. It's just, it's the easiest thing in the world to move you forward. And I recommend it wholeheartedly for the religious and non-religious alike. So I hope that was helpful. I will talk to you guys next week. We're going to talk all about money my next month. So let's get to that. But in the meantime, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I will talk to you later. you go. Have you joined my new homeowner bootcamp? It's totally free. It's a six week class that goes through all of the basics that I had to learn the hard way when it came to doing things like plumbing, painting, general maintenance, all of that crazy stuff. And I would love for you to check it out. All you have to do is go to the beigehouse.com slash homeowner bootcamp, all one word. And you can get access to the class. It's totally free. It comes in your email once a week for six weeks, and it will help you take your DIY skills to the next level and hopefully save you some money. So again, it's the beigehouse.com slash homeowner bootcamp. You can sign up for free. On the next episode, I was going to be curious about ways that I could better my situation. So what did I do? I started looking into different avenues of making money. I invested in a coach to help me because she was successful 